Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life to creativity and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us Us and Stuff Stuff podcast. Welcome back, guys. What's up, all y'all's? Episode 11. 1-1. One, one. Yep, yep. You're in for the long haul. That's right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, and happy Easter for all of those. Um, our last one was on Good Friday. Yeah. And, and we're actually recording on Easter. Yeah. This will not be published until Friday after yeah. Easter. but Because know. I won't be here. Right. So we're... we're He's, he gets to take a fun trip. Yeah. Tell well, the class where you're going. Um, class. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to uh, California to see my homie Belief in Fatherhood. He also has a podcast with his wife, which is the How Married Are You podcast. And I get to, uh, we get to do on some, I guess, work on some stuff. Yeah. So. And you guys <clears throat> may be recording together for. Sh- oh my goodness. Sh- oh, is that too no, much information? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Um, if we, you guys yeah, have time, though, we're hopefully going to have him on next week. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so today, and actually it's a fitting topic because coming out of Resurrection Day and having it just be out of Easter, and we even have a funny, I guess this is story time. Okay. So today we do the whole American tradition of Easter egg hunting. Right. Yeah, it's really weird though. I don't, I don't get it, but we do. But it. we still do it. We follow <laughs> I, blindly. I laughed because I said, I'm, "We're giving them candy that we don't want them to have," and complaining about the money that we had to spend on it. And then, <laughs> then we go out there and we hide them, and then we say, "All right, go find them." And then your child throws a fit because he doesn't find. Yeah. So golden we. Egg. So there's a golden egg, and it's not really a golden egg. Emily uh, put. Little you know, stars like, on a yellow one. She got like a permanent marker, a Sharpie, right? And she puts straw or uh, stars all over it, and then she hides it, right? Nothing special. There's not money in it. There's no... Well, the only special thing is for us, the kid who finds the golden egg gets to take one of the parents out on a date of their choice. That's honestly, that's something we just totally made up. Yeah. Like, we're going to do that anyways. So just find this... <laughs> Hand-drawn egg. <laughs> and then, do, well, anyways, we did, we we hide them. The one boy, we have twins, right? So the one boy finds it. And the, the other, other one, one freaks out about it. He spazzes out, freaks out so much to where we can't even take a picture. Oh, and he, he can't shake it. No. So after a long, you know, duel, I guess, I don't know, we're... I was just writing it out with him. And I was like, you know what? You can't shake it. You can't stop. And he even admitted that he can't properly apologize. So I was like, fine. Take a nap. <laughs> Take a nap. And, and then, um, but that kind of goes into our, into discussion. our, uh, the what? Our discussion. Oh, yeah. It goes into our discussion um, about idolatry. And or so, a dollar tree. <laughs> yeah. So Emily told me. She's like, I can't stop thinking about when I think of idolatry. I hear a dollar tree. A dollar tree. I'm from Mississippi. That's what it sounds yeah. like people are saying. Everybody's here. like, hey, man, 
don't do that because that's idolatry. <laughs> I totally did it justice. Sounded so Mississippi. <laughs> yep, sound like your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grandpa, if you listen. But with that being said, though, is like it actually works out because what is the Dollar Tree? It's like the knockoff version of of everything, like of everything. Colgate. Yeah, it's like freshen up. Yeah, like they're the um, Bath and Body Works type. Yeah, it's like bath, bath and body. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But it's the cheap knockoff version of the real thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what idolatry is. And that's where we're going to actually be talking about um, in this podcast. So, the first one, what you're You're going with uh, Tristan's story, though? Yeah, yeah. How he was, yeah. So what? After discussion, we're talking about what was his idolatry. Mm-hmm. So he he totally missed out on the whole occasion of us being a family, being about resurrection day. Like he he totally got he understood the the story, mm-hmm. and all because he had a high expectation. Mm-hmm. He had an idol he made that he created, mm-hmm. and so when that. Didn't live up his to his joy ex- was wrapped up in finding this particular thing instead of the yeah. day with his family. And so when he does that, he missed he missed out on all the love, all the fun stuff that and he all could the, have had for those three hours he was napping. Yeah, and he did. He took he took a three hour nap afterwards. He apologized. We did get our family picture. We did get our family. He he brought it up. He yeah. said, "I want to take another picture." Yeah. It was very sweet of him. Yeah. We do have the other one we might post. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys can see it. Um, So that, yeah, it fit into exactly what we do. Mm -hmm. We do as children of God. Um, We throw a fit. We have a high expectation of or some sort of fake knockoff version of what we think a holiday is Mm -hmm. or what we think Christ is. And it doesn't live up to our expectation and we throw a fit. And then we spaz out. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't take a three-hour nap. Or you can, <laughs> depending, can on you? Church, you? <laughs> depending on what church you go to. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no. So um, there's a book that I highly recommend, and what we're going to be using for some of this um, conversation. Yeah. The book is called Behold Your God, Rethinking God Biblically. Biblically? It's yep. hard to say. Um, written by John Snyder. Um, we're actually going through this book right now with our pastor, um, and it's been eye-opening. Um, so I, I like it because it's not just like a make it up yourself. It's all it gets you into the word, yeah, um, and points out. There are times where you just read. Yeah, it just has you. No, there's no workbook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just read the Bible. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so in this book, he defines idolatry, and he says. Idolatry is beholding a lesser God and then presenting that lesser God to people through our words and choices. Yeah. That's pretty self-explanatory mm-hmm. of what idolatry is. Um, so, and it's easy to point out idolatry, right? Yeah. Or so we think. So well, they, there's an obvious one. Yeah. So right? like if I worship Buddha. Yeah. Or some statue, that's, that's yeah. and even in the Christian circle, we talk about family can be an idol or your yeah, children, yeah. like those things that you're living for that are not God. But 
The problem is, and this is something that I'm seeing more and more of, even in my own life, is the idols that I may be following are are the idols that I am. My grammar is terrible. That we might be? I don't know. Anyways, I'm tired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Easter's got me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so the idols that we have been creating and that we might be following for ourselves. Right. Like, what are the, I guess, quote-unquote, air quotes, Jesus Christ that we have been creating? Yeah, and that's where I was going with that, is um, a lot of times we make idols, but we don't see them as idols because we've given them the name of Jesus. There's a story in the Old Testament, and it talks about it in this book, but I can't remember where it is, but where the guy— created an, a statue, mm-hmm. but named it Yahweh and was worshiping it and saying, because the people wanted a tangible God that they could see. And so he made the statue and was like, okay, here, this is Yahweh. Mm. But God was not pleased at all. And if you go and read the story, you'll definitely see he was not pleased with this little Yahweh statue that they made. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times— in our hearts, but also in the churches that we attend, have built our religion around these idols. Um, that's yeah, that's dangerous because yeah. we we let those things kind of slide by because they're in our church community, the churches that we kind of grew up with. I and don't it's, know, I don't think that it's purposeful. I don't think yeah. people are thinking, "Hey, we're going to make a church built around idols." These yeah. people. And even including ourselves, yeah, including ourselves, have been caught up in idolatry. But because it has the name of Jesus, we think we're following the right Jesus. Yeah. And we're not church bashing. Just no. to let you know, we're all we're doing is just trying to gauge the heart. Mm-hmm. And like we said on all of our podcasts or all of our episodes, is that we're walking this through this with you. Mm-hmm. So we're just hoping that this kind of stirs your heart a little bit and just kind of makes you think. Just think a little. Oh, Maybe maybe I have made some idols in my life, and just be and, honest with yourself. And then also, as we're saying that, though, is to see the huge warning. Hmm. Um, because if you read through, um, which you'll read in a second, yeah. um, what God thinks about idolatry, yeah. it's not just like, a, oh, well, I have some idols in my life, but I'm still a Christian. You have to be very careful with that, yeah. because if you— that's another idol that you've created right there is a God who can smile at you while you're worshiping someone else. He tells you, do not have any other gods yeah. before me. That doesn't mean don't worship anybody else before you come to worship me, but it's like, don't bring them in my presence. Yeah. It's very clear in what he says right. about idolatry. So. so we have to be careful with, with while we're digging in here that we see the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am right now with myself yeah. is— Instead of just pointing out, like, well, this is what these people are thinking that's incorrect. But it's like, in my own heart, how have I created a lesser Jesus? And where am I getting the information to help me build the religion of my imagination? Um, Do you want to read that first to start off before we go further? All right, so... We're going to be in Isaiah 44, um, not the whole night, but um, I'm just going to read. It's actually 44, 9 through 20, but I'm just going to read um, 
9, and I'll just go from there. Um, and this is, talks about what God thinks about idolatry. All who fashions idols are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. Their witnesses neither see nor know that they are that they may be put to shame. Whose fashions who fashions a god or casts an idol that is profitable for nothing? Behold, all his comp, uh, companions shall be put to shame, and the craftsmen are only human. Let them all assemble, let them all stand forth. They shall be terrified, and they shall be put to shame together. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clear on what he And if you go and read even further into it, and this is not the only place in the Bible where he warns you about yeah. idolatry. But that one puts it in a, in a good context. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just doing this for nothing at this point. And there's so many ways to spot um, that this verse breaks down on how to spot if you have an idol in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tend to have these in our churches. And so we're going to kind of break down a couple of um, quote-unquote Jesus Christ that we kind of seen. Mm-hmm. And maybe... Built for ourselves. And we've even built for ourselves even. Mm-hmm. So we're not... And these are, we'll call them the Dollar Tree... Dollar Tree versions of Jesus. Versions of Jesus. And right now I'm picturing the little bobblehead that's sitting on the... But that's not what we meant. <laughs> no, not that. Um, Although it could be. Um, they do have the candles, don't they? Don't they have the saints' candles? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and Dollar Tree. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've seen them before. Um, but anyways, so again, there's a billion different types of idols or things that can be idols. Because mm-hmm. an idol is anything that you are looking to. Other than Christ. Other than Christ. So today we are t- honing in on specifically what these the Jesus idols, <laughs> these Jesus. which sounds crazy. It's like, well, how can you say Jesus and it be an idol? Well, That's right. It's like, it's more like a lowercase Jesus right. and a lesser God. Right. So, but anyway, so, um, one that we were talking about was the trendy homeboy. Okay. You guys. So this is, I, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. The other Jesus one, is my homeboy. Jesus, but people are not going to like my words on this because it's the trending one. Because homeboy was more back when we were teenagers. Yeah. But right now, the whole God is dope. Mm. Mm. Okay. Look, I'm not trying to make people angry. Yeah. But He's we, much more than God that. is so much yeah. more than dope and cool and whatever fire lingo. Fire emoji. Yes. And so, and and it's it stinks because those are my friends, you know. Like yeah. these are these are my friends that are I've come to befriend. Um, but I guess I should just heed warning mm-hmm. to them, yeah. you know. Like, hey, you're my brother and sisters, and just watch it, mm-hmm. you know. Be because people are watching you, and if you're going to be not of the world, then you got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, the trending Jesus, the whole like, the cool like videography, cinematography, the uh, Peter McKinnon kind of yeah. slow mo, and then or even the cool text like or like Insta Jesus. Oh, this in, is, ooh, that's a yeah Insta Christ. Yeah, yeah it's like this is my yourself. yeah this is my little thing I'm going to post for the day or yeah or if your your worship services. Maybe a concert. Yeah. That's definitely one is 
how do you approach? I mean, I love their music, right? But in this in this book, um, <clears throat> "Behold Your God," he was talking about approaching a worship service, mm. and he says, "When we come into that, do we see it as we are the ultimate audience, yeah. or God is? Because if we're worshiping God, then that's who we're singing to. Yeah, they're not singing for us to feel." A certain way, That's but it's point. about God being the one who's being upheld. And so, yeah, the trendy Jesus will often. It's wear. a little irreverent. And I think that's what yeah. we need to watch out because we are in the presence of a God. Mm-hmm. Well, because we've made him to be about us. Yeah. but Because that's what a trend is. There is reverence. Yeah. There, there needs to be more reverence, I think, uh, especially mm-hmm. talking about somebody that's so, so holy. Yeah, but I think a lot of times people want Jesus to be relevant Mm. so people can relate to this Jesus. And so we make Jesus to look like us, Mm -hmm. which the Bible clearly tells us not to because God is not human. Although he put on flesh, God is an eternal spirit who is uncreated. And so we cannot make him look like us. But because we want to give people something that they can understand, we belittle God and make him into something that people can understand, which has completely changed who he is. Because, again, this God that we're talking about is one we cannot put into human terms, especially as comparing him to— Yeah, even us. Like, we can't can't even make him into this palatable Mm -hmm. uh, God. He's he's definitely not— we can't chop it up and give it to like baby spoon feed these mm-hmm. uh, people. So, but that's what people. I think because they don't behold God as He's the ultimate, is we have to add other things to make Him seem palatable, to yeah. make Him seem. Be um, dazzled. Yeah, because <laughs> the sad thing is, though, is if you see God for who He is, you're going to see that we don't need to add a cool yeah. graphic to Him to be approachable. Like, hey, he's, why are you looking at me? No, I'm just talking to you. <laughs> She's a cool graphic. You look straight at me. No, no, no. no but I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it's like we. I mean, your you're gifts, an artist. Yeah, and your we gifts love... and your talent should be have a different function. Once you're transformed, yeah. your your functions and your talents and your gifts, and you don't have to add to it. But we're not using those. Like I'm picking on the graphic the art gospel. right now. Is yeah, it's like. I don't need to have a cool graphic art design to point people to Jesus. Yeah. God is need, enough. We don't need the trending. Yeah. Jesus. Not saying that you can't use graphic design. I'm not yeah. saying that. But anyways, we need to keep moving. Um, so fluffy Jesus, all about your comfort, hippie Jesus. Yeah, that one's also uh, a, a difficult one because a lot of them don't want to touch on certain subjects mm-hmm. that... Christ very, very much so approaches, mm-hmm. um, especially on things about like death, hell, sin. sin. Like they don't want to touch on those things, yeah. and they just want to almost about like just, sugarcoat it. And yeah, it's like Jesus came to bring peace and harmony, and so we don't have to conform to His likeness, but we just need to come together yeah. in unity and kind of like the. Kind of like the, I guess, the whole Dollar Tree thing. Mm-hmm. You get the, you get the snacks and the stuff that fulfill you. Yeah. But it's so temporary mm-hmm. uh, because not every day is going to be 
you know, cotton candy and sunshine. Mm -hmm. So you, that's a very dangerous one too as well. And God is love. And I think that's where it's very easy to get into that. And that's what we'll talk about how we come across these Jesus and how we learn about him in the wrong way. Um, But I think a lot of people, again, like with the trendy dope Jesus, is they want to be, um, what's the word I used? Um, Relevant. Relevant. The same is, that also can apply with this same idol, is it's all about just making each other feel. Again, we're the audience Mm -hmm. here, and it's not about us glorifying God, but God coming to us. Again, we're making Jesus smaller. So this one, I I kind of had a, a a thing in mind, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not gonna call him out by name, but this is the the gospel that, that where they take an attribute of Jesus and they capitalize on it, mm-hmm. and we we see that mainly in like the Holy Spirit kind of churches, um, or Christ where they say that he has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit, and so we're just going to capitalize and make and that the, only the main thing that yeah. we do. It's that like you only about. worship the one part yeah. of God instead of learning about the different attributes of who he is. Yeah. So we take an attribute of God mm-hmm. or Jesus, and we, we use his characteristic uh, to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. We, we use that. We run with it. And it's, again, it's not wrong because that is Christ's quality, but we use that mm-hmm. and we just like, so we just put it on a pedestal yeah. and do that. So like God is love. Mm. Hippie Jesus makes that to be, and, and it's true. He is love and he's about unity mm. within the body of Christ. But then we take that and we conform it to make it to where it's more about yeah, our worldly, and then unity. we're not using the we're not using biblical context yeah. of what he says about love and what he uses about yeah. love. And even if it is the <clears throat> true version, <throat> but if we're leaving out the wrath yes. and we're these other things, then we're still we've created an idol by choosing just to worship just one part of God. Yeah, and you've and you've probably seen a lot of these churches with the extreme, mm-hmm. um, extreme Jesus is where they. You know, sometimes they get a little bit aggressive mm-hmm. or they, they're, you know, they're just like one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. You know, either God is love or God is uh, a wrathful God. Wrath, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's some some of them that like even like the, the musicians or something like that, um, some of the artists that mm-hmm. are Christian artists, they kind of take that one thing and then they just keep on running with it. And mm-hmm. it's like that's not the gospel because there's more. Yeah. There's so much more of uh, Christ. So, um, in the book again, "Behold Your God," um, Paul Washer quote. Um, it says, or he said, "Most who claim a genuine love for God know very little about His attributes and works as they are revealed in the Scripture. Therefore, the God that they have made is nothing more than a figment of their imagination." They have a God made in their own image. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much sums up all of these different. And we've seen many different other versions, yeah. quote unquote, versions of Jesus. And that's this sums that up there. Yeah. Is, and that that's such an amazing quote because we have, we've, we've made a God in ourselves. And that's, 
man, that's scary. Yeah. Like, because I, and we've done this. I, I mean, mm-hmm. when we were doing this book with our, our pastor, we've talked about that the church and the Christ and the God and the idols that we made ourselves, and we thought it was good. We mm-hmm. thought it was awesome. We thought, oh, we're just doing God's work. So, yeah. So, and- we want to move into um, how to spot an idol in our life. Yeah. And we'll just kind of breeze through these a little bit. But I got that from, um, these are from the Isaiah 44 quote that, or um, book that I read. Um, so idols are usually man-made. So that's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty um, straightforward. Well, they're always man-made. They're always man-made. Yeah. So. And that's the thing is that God is the only true God. And we do not get to choose who God is. Yeah. Um. I am Emily Vergara, 34 years old in Mississippi. You do not get to choose who I am when you meet me. You can't say, well, I don't like that about you. So I'm going to think that you are Susan from California and you're 25. <laughs> yeah. But that's not who I am. Yeah. So, again, we can't stamp the name of Jesus on our idols and call it the true God. Is Yeah. These are all man-made things, yeah. even our own. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Well, the, Paul Washer said that, yeah. in that in that quote. It's a imaginary right. things that we've made in our likeness, and which is also the that one. one yeah. Made in the likeness of man, something that man appreciates. How many idols that we have created into our own life? Yeah. Because it kind of caters. And that's what we were talking about earlier. It caters to our uh, our sin. And that goes to the next one is. These idols are about serving me. No, yes, Jesus does serve. He he came to serve. Yeah. He came to bring life to us. But the ultimate goal of that is to point us to God for His glory, to have joy in Him completely. Yeah. And so if we're finding these fake Jesuses to um, serve my needs, my desires, and everything's about me, then I'm probably not following the true Christ because I'm not so much about God's glory than my yeah. comfort. And think about your, so this is this is in the wake of Easter. Mm-hmm. So think about your service and what your pastor might have been talking about. Or you might have been visiting a different church. Mm-hmm. And what was the main amen mm-hmm. if it was of your breakthrough? Mm-hmm. Or what have God has done for you? Right. Which is true. I'm not saying those are incorrect. Mm-hmm. Because biblically, that is. But if that is your amen, mm-hmm. if that is the one that you're banking on. If the thing that makes you worship God is anything other than God, it's an idol. Yeah. So if you're you're worshiping, and which goes into the pragmatism things, what uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get, into, get into. But I'm following Jesus to get these certain things. And so it, like... So, like, I'm believing for that breakthrough. So the yeah. pastor said, I have resurrection power, which gives me the power through for this breakthrough that I'm seeking in my life. That's an idol. Yeah, and I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. And in the circles that we've we've been in, yeah. I hear a lot of pastors saying that. And that's what most people that I've come across, the reason why they worship Jesus is because of what he's giving them right now that's tangible mm. and not— God himself ultimately. Yeah. So. And it goes into that, uh, that kind of goes into another uh, another part of how to spot an idol, that the idols don't interfere. Mm-hmm. We It makes us that we are in control. Mm-hmm. So when 
the the idol never says, hey, no, 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 no. That's not good, man. Mm-hmm. The idol's going to say, no, you're spot on, man. Yeah. And so that keeps you in control. But the problem is, what happens when it doesn't go into control? Mm-hmm. What it goes into a, spir- a spiral. Yeah. And... Again, that goes into pragmatism is um, you're following after a Jesus who gives you what you want. And so if it doesn't work out, you lose faith. Yeah. Or you get that breakthrough and you're going to keep worshiping this Jesus because he worked that worked out for you. Yeah. And just to let you know, God will hand it over to you. Mm -hmm. And then you say, Lord, Lord, look what I've done. And he's Mm going to say, I don't know you. So, well, I think of the people in the Old Testament who wanted a king, and God finally gave them a king. He didn't want them to have one, but he said, fine, this is what you want. And that didn't always work out on their favor. So just because you get that breakthrough doesn't mean that it's the true. Yeah, maybe God is handing it over to you. Yeah. And saying, you want that? Fine. And which also, (laughs) again, I guess it just keeps on breaking it down. We didn't even mean to. Um, but it goes into idols are the way to spot an idol is it has a powerless delivery. Mm-hmm. It does not deliver at all. Yeah. It might temporarily and you might mm-hmm. think it is, but it's not, it's not an eternal, mm-hmm. immortal, pure. And you know how much delivery. you're missing out on if you're seeking that pragmatic Jesus, the one who Gives me yeah. what I want, and it all works out. And for me. I, I can go back to to what our boy, mm-hmm. what he wanted. He wanted that egg. Mm-hmm. He was so upset. I could have just taken out of the bag, emptied out the context, and given given it to him, mm-hmm. and said, "Here, this is what you wanted." Well, Gavin tried to give it to him, and then he got. When well, I just totally singled him out. Yeah. Now, now oh, sorry. Knows. Now they know which one we're talking about. <laughs> um, well, when we post the picture, it'll be obvious. Yeah. yeah. But it just shows it was, like yeah. it's not going to deliver. It's not going to give you satisfaction mm-hmm. because you're missing out on all the fun things and all the great things that we have to offer. But that's with God yeah. is we think that if I get this, then I'm truly going to be happy. But you can't be, not eternally. And so you're missing out on the true joy that only can be found in Christ when you're seeking after these idols. Again, this is a warning and also something that we want to point you to that's a blessing, and that's Jesus, the real one, uppercase J. And then idols do not profit. That's pretty pretty spot on and obvious. Like It's not going to give you anything that is going to be profitable for eternity. Um, So the reason we bring those up is because, and Emily's kind of touched on it a few times, um, is pragmatism. Mm-hmm. And pragmatism is a life of philosophy, and it values things based upon their apparent effectiveness. That's mm-hmm. the definition that we got from the book. Yeah. Um, but it, it's what exactly what that is. It caters to you. Um, pragmatism is like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help me. Mm-hmm. And so and, I'm going to follow this. And it's not just what we preached ourselves, but what is the gospel we're giving to other people? Mm. And a lot of times when we are trying to evangelize, we want to give people something that they will want to hear so that it's like our sales pitch, right? Yeah. So if I'm following after this pragmatism yeah. is 
I'm going to give them a Jesus that's going to comfort, who's going to heal, who's going to give them breakthrough. It's such a soluble. So I'm I'm now feeding them. I've I've taken in these idols, and now I'm feeding them to the people who are seeking. And a lot of times, that's where we can see where these idols are. Is just how do we talk about God when we want people to come to know Him? What are we? Are we talking? What are the things? Are our headlines over our conversations? Yeah. What are the key words that you say? Yeah. That people are like, ooh, you know, yeah. like, oh, I want that reaction. But if it's not just pointing them to the God of the Bible, yeah, and it's just about getting some temporary yeah. relief, and on just this to let earth, you know, it's, it's not going to be a easy conversation if you're actually presenting them. The it's not an easy one, but it's also an amazing one once you start to see who God is, because it's yeah. like, and He does the work. Yeah. I don't know why we think. We think yeah, it's not for us. And we we'll, think we yeah. have a reaction. Um, so with the pragmatism, um, I just wanted to, I, I wrote this down. I put serving and living for lesser gods. We kind of touched on that. And it leads into finding the same hope as an as unbeliever, an unbeliever mm-hmm. which ends up becoming, we end up joining a church and a body of people or we surround ourselves with people that which will be a um which will not be god mm-hmm. they approve of your idols because then. because it is not offering just god mm-hmm. if you're if you're at a church and they don't and they offer god but plus this there's this and this mm-hmm. and this um then that's not a a gospel centered church and you might want to maybe think about that or maybe address yeah. some issues that might have those problems. Um, but one thing that we want to do is make sure that not to not to tell everybody, all right, look, you're you're heathen, you're heathen. It's more of like your own heart check. Yeah. And in this in this case. And so the fact is is that we're all lost. Yeah. Um, go read Ephesians. Dead in our trespasses. We've mentioned this several times. Yeah. Um, but God yeah. being rich in mercy, that is who we flee to. So if we're seeing that we're following after anything other than the true God of the Bible, where do we go? And it's not about me pointing out other people because pointing out idols and seeing idolatry isn't enough. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's easy to point out a statue and say, okay, you should get rid of that. Yeah. But now what? What do we do? Yeah. We flee to God. And that's what this Resurrection you, Sunday is all about. Exactly. And when you flee to God, the the repentance, the repentance mm-hmm. and the turning away from those idols is such a humble thing when you present them to God. Mm-hmm. Because God is saying, I don't want those in your life. I don't want Easter, you know, Easter eggs and chocolate to be the main focus. Mm-hmm. I want this to be that uh to be that. And so um one thing that our pastor had mentioned today is how do, how do we know that we have been giving a new heart? And he says, have you witnessed God's grace and see God's holiness? And I, and I like the way he said that is because when you put yourself up against a holy and wonderful and a very wrathful God, like mm-hmm. he's, he's very perfect. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's all he asks of. You will re- you will realize on how unworthy you are and how undeserving you are. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when the, this transformation process starts to happen. And then you start to discover that only Christ can be presented in front of God in that way because mm -hmm. he is perfect. He is worthy and he is um, deserving of the praise. And so then, and then what you said, um, God is rich in mercy. Mm -hmm. You don't, you have, you don't deserve grace, but you are saved by grace. Yeah. And he's, it's because he is rich in mercy. And so as we see that, as we see the true Jesus, mm. um, one thing that I, and that's probably not the greatest thing to describe God as, because again, we can't describe him, but I was talking <laughs> to my- another idol. For yeah, them. right. But I'm talking to one of my <clears throat> friends right now. We're going through the book of Ephesians and she's going through some really difficult times right now and talking about falling back into old patterns of sin. Um and I was explaining to her, it's like a hungry. So if you're not in the word and you're not seeking the God of the Bible, you start to become spiritually hungry. Mm. You're starving. So you're like a beggar in the street searching for any food that you can find. You find a trash can and you just start gobbling it up because you're just so hungry. And it's so good to you because you haven't eaten in a long time yeah. and it's satisfying. But then you look down and you see maggots crawling all over it and you quickly just start spitting it out. Yeah. But what do you do? You're still hungry and you're still <laughs> standing there looking at it. But then you turn around and you see that there's a restaurant who's giving out free food today. Yeah. And um, it's organic, real, <laughs> natural foods that are tasty and of course you would nutrient. Say <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but nutritious. And then you go over there and you taste that. Yeah. Compared to maggot covered trash, <laughs> why would I ever turn back to that? Yeah. If I know where to get the real food, why would I ever want something that's infested? Yeah. So again, when we start to see these idols for what yeah. they are, these Dollar Tree, That's what we're quickly <laughs> broken down. <laughs> Honey buns. <laughs> yeah. is <coughs> terrible for you foods. Mm. When you start to, you find Target. <laughs> Sorry. On. Okay. Um, oh, my gosh. We're not going to be sponsored no. by Target. No. no. But it is but true. It is, but, but when you find the greatest, mm -hmm. why would you ever turn you, back You don't want to turn yeah. back. And so a true Christian is one who lives for God alone. And our eyes have been opened by him. Again, go read Ephesians. Ephesians 5. Well, 1 and 2 go more about the salvation part and the conversion well, yeah, from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's God's work in us hmm. through the death and resurrection of Christ, or life, death, and resurrection of Christ. And then that same resurrection, this is what our pastor preached on this mm -hmm. morning, is that same resurrection that happened to Christ and the power that it was to take him from the grave out is the same power that pulled us into a new life with him. And so now that life has tasted God. Yeah. I no longer want those idols yeah. and I can quickly spot them now yeah. because I've tasted the real thing. Yeah. And now my life is for God alone. And in that I have a heart that's going to respond with worship yeah. and obedience for his glory. Yeah. And he called that resurrected language and mm -hmm. resurrected tone, um, which is really cool because it's it's almost like 
you you do you you walk different you talk different mm -hmm. because you're not going to say the things that that you used to say you're not going to say all those like cheap mm -hmm. versions of god and you're going to be able to speak on a god that you've actually witnessed and actually encountered right and it's going to be such an impactful version yeah and, and there we're kind of going over but i did want to cover this real quick before we read the last bible verse but where we find because that's kind of what you're going to right there yeah. was where do we find these knockoff versions and it starts a lot of times in our own imagination we've yeah. hit on that we've done just that sitting before. around just thinking you know letting our imagination go wild of this is what i think god is yeah, like god is lying. so if you start to say well in my opinion well your opinion doesn't count because again we don't get to choose who god is yeah Let's see, um, let's see what the Bible says. Yeah, so be careful with <laughs> sitting around in your thoughts to figure out who he is. Yeah. Go to the Word. I've done that. Another thing is reading other people's commentaries as the main source, and then you may read your Bible as the footnote. So you go and you read. Yeah, it's not the other way around. All of these preachers, and some of them are good. A lot of them but are. But the Bible is your footnote. But, but as we read all of these different commentaries and we're taking their word for it, and they're only pulling certain verses, a lot of times these little idols can start creeping themselves into our minds. And we have biblical context for them now, and now it's really dangerous because now I have Bible verses to, to cushion support. these idols. Okay. Um, so that goes into my, my last one for that is being careful to not just pull scriptures out of context. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm reading all the way around it to see what I'm believing is it mm -hmm. just one little verse that was yeah. quote, misquoted? And who's talking to who? Mm -hmm. And why did they say that at yeah. that time? Um, so the last thing that we want to read is Ephesians 5. Um, I'm going to read just a couple of verses starting in verse 5. Um, For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at once you were in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. And then it goes on. I mean, go again. Yeah. Just go read all of Ephesians today. Um but we need to look to see, are we following the true Jesus? Let's stop making these Dollar Tree versions yeah. and stamping his name on it and even using Bible to back up because that verse is a huge warning to us yeah. that if you're following after these things, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Do not call yourself a Christian and not be following. And I'm talking to myself right now too because yeah. this is something that I've been convicted of is and even when it comes to like the podcast yeah is when i when i want to we don't talk, want to we well, don't want to be presenting that yeah it's like but possible. where i see this is that when we start talking about it and i want to look up bible verses to help us pull out what we want to talk Google about yeah i'm depression <laughs> I, I, no i'm having yeah. to search is like oh man i can quote more preachers than i can God's word. Yeah, yeah. And so for myself, it's like, 
what I believe has it been built on other people's opinions of who God is or is it who God says he is? And so now I have to go back and say, okay, I need to go back and read these verses for what they are and let God speak for himself. Again, I'm not bashing other preachers or commentary, but those are not the final word. And we have to be careful with that because there are, yeah, there's a lot of them that I love to read. Let's our encounter with the Bible be more, be, let it be flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Let it be more of them being the footnote yeah. and the commentary of the Bible. Right. Because um, we should be more into the Bible more than we are with them. Yeah. So, and um, that's definitely <clears throat> something that I'm and that's, and working I with think with God. With his, with his work in my heart is I've become to where I just can't wait to read again. Yeah. No. I don't do it as much as I probably should yeah. be, but I just want to know more because I have tasted. Yeah. And that's why I want to tell you guys what we're saying right now is he's so amazing and he's better than anything you can ever get at the dollar store. <laughs> yeah. He's a steak. He's a prime steak. Organic, well, I guess, for you. Of course, you, you would compare <laughs> To food. <laughs> I think no. we know what our idol is in our life. No, no, right. Um, like, so, yeah. <laughs> Shut up! Don't tell, don't tell them my secrets. Um, but yeah, for with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to us, and just know that we're not out here to bash you. No. We're doing this walk with you, and we just love the fact that you guys are listening to us and um, you, and hopefully getting something from it. And if anything, if we're just encouraging you to get into your word, and if you never listen to our podcast again, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stop this. I'm just going to read my Bible now. That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to get more listeners. That's definitely lis- for the listeners. King- kingdom, yeah, for sure. Like, this is yeah. not about us. And yeah. um, But the purpose of us doing this is we don't want to point you to anything other than God. And I hope that we can do that justice. But yeah. we're not perfect. And so, yeah. So we thank you guys and tune in next week and hopefully we're going to have like a special one yeah. which will be great and then I'm I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um so thank you guys so much for joining us on us and stuff. See you later. Love you guys.